Thaddeus Ellenberg presents Casual Friday. Written and read by Thaddeus Ellenberg. Samuel Mitty's Underwater Galumph. You want to talk about the song? Samuel Mitty? You like the song? You a fan? <laughs> yeah, who isn't? Suppose that's why we're here. Still talking about it after all these years. It's wild. Frankly, a lot of people, including myself, feel it's been talked to death. You know, I don't use that against me, what I just said there. Out of context or anything. Just a song, man. There's a million songs. And there'll probably be a million more. This one's no different. Folks just seem to latch on to it. It's a mind tickler. There's no hidden meaning, though. Hey, man, it's up to the listener. They're behind the wheel. We just provided the machine. I don't have the answers. People keep asking the questions. Which brings us full circle. So, what do you want to know? Released in 1968 by the iconic American rock band, The Davids, on their seminal album, Lady Magdalene and Her Cockeyed Crew, the song Samuel Mitty's Underwater Galumph was the psychedelic single of the generation incorporating fantastical aquatic imagery, which features a vibrant ecosystem of musical plants and magical beasts, the song soon became associated with having strong psychedelic undertones. Claims that songwriter David Tanner and the other members of the band, David Morris, David Jonesy, and drummer David Sun, denied for over 30 years. In 1989, Tanner made his case once again. Honestly, I don't know what I can tell you that you don't already know. Look, man, people are going to see what they're going to see, hear what they're going to hear. None of us thought it would do what it did, be what it became, obviously. We were just getting high and writing down a bunch of crazy shit. I mean, think about it. How can you galump underwater? There's a lot of noise involved in a galump. It's nonsensical. Look, man, you can find anything and anything if you look hard enough. Pope in your pancakes. Dryer Lent in the shape of R&B legend Eddie Masters. Everything's up for interpretation, man. Don't you know that? Oh, the drug thing. I thought you were asking about... Well, never mind. But, but, but that, that's the same thing, man. Someone's gonna tell you that because something is, that it was. That you meant it that way. Man, we've been getting that for years from everyone, including their mother. Especially the mothers, man. But it makes sense, Samuel Mitty. Why people would assume what we were into back then, what we were exposing ourselves to. Fans would come up to me with a wink and a nudge like they knew something. Like they were in on it. We didn't know what the hell they were talking about. <laughs> Buzzards, man. And we were completely taken aback when we learned what it was they were talking about. Journalists started asking questions. 
Man, you can talk to anyone without it coming up. Interviews, newspapers. They're the ones that blew this thing up. The public. Overseas, they called the song, they called it destructive and uh, 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 a menace to society. A menace, man. An innocent song about a little fella's cosmic voyage beneath the waves. Yeah, it's been banned in like a hundred countries. And not all the prudish ones. But hey, it's fair. Like I said, we were, we were the scene, man. All of it. It all came from us. We were the ether. Sending out mind-altering messages through the air. But, you know, not on purpose. We were the crossover. We were shifting patterns and melding senses. Hearing colors and tasting touch. Counterculture? We were counter to the counterculture, man. The others just phoned it in with bright colors and tracers. We turned things into soup, man. Subconscious soup. I mean that literally. You ever freaked out swimming in a bowl of lobster bisque? And take a rubber band cannon with you. Or charter a cruise across a sea of corn chowder. Only to find you're on a ferry in the bay, standing at the bow making a commotion about a massive potato straight ahead. We were just playing music and being ourselves. <laughs> well, dream weaving with Aunt Lucy. <laughs> but it's not a drug song. It's, it's not. Yeah, we were a real group of fried fritters, spun out on Dr. Hypno Eyes. That was the acid of the day. We used to dose up and break into the elementary school and buzz out on the finger paintings. We wrote Professor Polly's Peach Preserves in the reading pit of Miss Kimberly's classroom at Reservoir View Elementary. David and me, we were, uh, we were reading a lot of Myron Mitty poems at the time. That's where we got Mitty. Listen, it's not an acid song. Now, if Mitty was writing about a trip, you need to take that up with him. That's got nothing to do with us. And the whole thing was unintentional. We were just singing about far-out fishes, man. While gumdrop flipping with sugar cubes. <laughs> you understand? It's not a drug song at all. Just, just listen to the lyrics. Samuel Mitty was a sailor man, sent to sparkling when the call began. Flowing down below was a gas when Mitty met that seahorse brass. Stomping percussion plumes of red and blue, his senses sea-soaked jello through and through. Aluminum foil anatomy and a paper mache ray. With the goldfish in sequence, the band begin to play, road tripping on Coral Way. No acid. It's just a fantasy, man. It's just a fantasy. Melodic uh, wool gathering. About a sailor's escapism. A sailor named Samuel. That's all. It's not a trip. <laughs> it's not a trip. A bitter blotter of crazy kelp. In the devilish depths, there is no help. Guys working stuff out. Pretty clear to me. Timothy Turtle drove the bus. What a fuss. When they presented a conch to Sailor Mitty and asked him, won't you play lead in our musical underwater committee? Just a good time under the sea, man. No drugs. Except for the ones we were on when we wrote it. But that's it, man. It's a straight song. I can't control what people think they hear. Frankly, I'm surprised. It's just, it's not about that at all. And the overdubbing wasn't jumps in time or things slowing down. That's just underwater acoustics, man. It's like an echo. Talk to any biologist, they'll tell you the same thing. 
oceanographer. And my sexy counter melody on the circuit organ wasn't, as they like to say, the group expressing the physical other side of the track. Like the backside of a painting. It, it, it's just a pretty song with an interesting composition. But I guess what they were getting at was, and still are, did the hallucinogenic effects perhaps influence our writing? It's not a drug song. It's like a, like a chicken and egg thing. Speaking of, you, you didn't happen to just notice a, an egg slowly crack and walk through, did you? Like a, like a, like a big one? <laughs> I'm just having fun with you, man. Loosen up. I haven't dropped since, since David died. Plus, I got my mail-order steaks business now. Tanner Steaks. I'll give you a card. And I don't need to do this. I, I, I enjoy it. A lot of the proceeds go to a foundation in David's name. The logo even has a doodle by Albert Hannaford. You know, the majority of people are unaware of the toxicity of platinum. And we had a lot of platinum albums. Let that be a lesson, kids. Keep it behind glass. I think it's fair to say my uh, psychedelic days are over. Look, man, I don't know how many times you want me to say there's no hidden meaning, no hidden messages. Is this, is this the other thing now? Be straight with me. I don't need us lollygagging. I, I, I can lollygag on my own time, doing what I want to do, talking to who I want to talk to. So look, man, if you got something to say, say it. Well, doesn't it always come back to this? <laughs> man, you fellas don't really let up, do you? Until you get your man. Isn't that how it goes? Listen, I can save both us a lot of heartache. I, I don't know anything about this whole mess. Y you're talking to a guy with nothing to tell. So if you're gonna charge me, charge me. Otherwise, stop wasting my time. I, I got some stakes to sell, man. Look, how was I supposed to know that every sixth letter in Samuel Mitty would give the location of a missing hiker in the Sanquarius Mountains? I mean, I'll admit, that's weird. It's just a coincidence, man. Why are we making a federal case out of it? We never even met that guy. That kid was a whale nut. It's a sea life song. Of course it had a whale. You can do a magical marine melody without a whale. That would be suspicious. Wonder why they didn't mention a whale. Let's look into this. And hey, the fact that our whale was also named Peter Fisher, that's just, just another coincidence. There's a lot of names, guy. A lot of names floating around in the air. Peter? That's not uncommon. I once knew a guy named Peter. He had a cotton candy machine in his game room. And Fisher? Man, it's a whale. When you think about it, aren't they the ultimate fisher? They take in fish like we take in air. <laughs> no, no, I don't think this is funny. But you're seeing what you want to see. All right, there was this guy that used to hang around. Someone David brought into our circle. A real witchy cat. You know, freaky. Bugged out eyes, always petting suede. He might have given us the acid thrown out a lyric or two, but that's it. You gotta believe me. Okay, yeah, he named the whale. And Timothy Turtle. 
But we didn't have anything to do with the disappearance. You understand? I'm, I'm being on the level. We just drove the car, man. That's all. Me and David. We didn't know what was in the trunk. We just thought they were bowling balls, man. Bowling balls. We were flying high and I was knocking over pens. And I was turning back to pick up splits. The road was one long lane, snaking off into infinity. I must have played seven games before running into the gutter out of gas, man. And when this cat popped open the trunk, I didn't see no bowling balls. Suddenly I was helping lift a hundred pound tuna, man. <laughs> it lathered itself up with mayonnaise and laid out under the stars. Me and David, we took off after that. Can't stand tuna fish. So when you play Samuel Mitty in reverse, it tells you how to carve up a pig in blue with an accompaniment of chanting. I just like barbecue, man. All the Davids did. And we viewed it as a very spiritual experience. So get over it already, you know? Hey, listen, I I'm, I'm always happy and willing to set the record straight. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great song. I just don't want people getting the wrong idea. You know, it cheapens it. Sir, sir, may I please take your order? Yeah, yeah, hey man, I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, um, let me get a foot-long chili dog. Two, two chili dogs. Uh, does that come with onions? Yes, sir. Right, no onions, just cheese. Large tater tot, no special sauce. Hey, man, do, do you guys still have those little corn dogs? We do. Great. Yeah, let me get a couple of those in. And extra mustard. A lot of mustard. David Tanner likes his mustard. Yeah, man, I'm hurrying. Jeez. Man, I tell you, people just ain't got no patience these days. Get some of those fudge squares. All you got's the regular, huh? That's, that, that, that's fine. Please pull around. Samuel Mitty's underwater, go on. of Thaddeus Ellenberg's Casual Friday. Written and read by Thaddeus Ellenberg. With an introduction by Nicole Kalasich. And artwork by Adrian Lobel. Special music by Jason Dove. This series is independently produced by Thaddeus Ellenberg. To find more episodes and information, visit our website at tecasualfriday.com or email us at contact.casualfriday at gmail.com.